with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with us. And this is one of my favorite things, talking about homes that are available. Oh, it's one of my favorite things, too. It's so nice when there are homes that are available. And, of course, now I'm talking about seven brand-new listings that are just ours, Gwaltney Group listings. So if we have seven, obviously other agents have some, too. So it's refreshing. You know, it's like, okay, those people let those two weeks of June go by and did their graduations and got their kids home from college, and now they're ready to go. You know, I was thinking about that during the break, that if you went through all the work that you have to do to have your home ready to host the graduation open house. It's perfect time to put the house on the market. Exactly. You already did. And and that's exactly why we have seven new listings on the market as of yesterday. You are so smart. Uh, Okay. Not not all of these people had graduations, but I can tell you that two of them did. Okay. For sure. All right. So I'm super excited to tell you that we have seven new listings and all price ranges. Okay. We have one that's one fifty nine nine. What? Yes. It was built in nineteen thirty five. It's a little guy. Two bedrooms, one bath, and a one car garage. It's located at nine two zero ten and a half street southeast. It's a cute little house. One fifty nine nine. Perfect starter house. Yes. I mean it's it's small, eight hundred and ten square feet, but you know what? That's about the size of an apartment, but you have a front yard and a backyard, and it's yours, and, and you're you building equity. Have, yeah, I was going to say, the E-word, equity. Yes. And so, that neighborhood over there, they've been, I mean, it's been, for the last 10 years, they've done such a wonderful job. Of, everybody, all the new buyers come in and just spruce them up. This one's yes. got new siding on. It's cute. It's a really cute house. And the landscaping, so, a lot of them are done nicely. Yes. It's all been is. it's all been freshened up inside, and it's really cute. So I'm I'm excited for whichever family or young single person or old single person or whoever gets it gets it because it's going to make a beautiful home for somebody. So nice. that one is available, and that is again nine two zero ten and a half Street Southeast. That what is that's the Slatterly Park neighborhood, right? Correct, correct. That's turning into a really close knit neighborhood. They have. In the summertime, all sorts of festivals. And yeah, they're kind of, of following stuff. the they're kind of following the the lead of Kutsky Park. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's kind of the Kutsky Park Junior. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have some of these. Um, this particular one you can't get in yet. It came on the market yesterday, but as a coming soon status. So we've talked about that. Right. That's right. when people can go online. They can see the photos. They can call. It gives them plenty of time to call their agent, get an appointment. If they're not working with an agent, to call us, get an appointment. And that way we can, you know, make sure they get one of the very coveted time slots to get in there. And it is one of those Viola Heights Drive townhomes. So it's 2796 Viola Heights Drive Northeast. And it has three beds and three baths. It has a really nice two-car garage. It's got the pull-down attic for storage, and it's completely finished. 
painted, insulated. It's got a sprayed ceiling with like interior light fixtures. Nice. And it's heated. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been on that street, but a lot of older people live up there. And often they open their garage doors and they sit in their garages in their lawn chairs and kind of, as people are walking by, kind of visit and stuff. Because if they go sit in the backyard, which this one has a gorgeous backyard, they don't see anybody. So they want to visit. Well, that's what we do in our neighborhood as well. Do you? Yeah. No, nobody, kinda... nobody uses their decks. We're all out front. Oh, that's funny. I actually put those um, screen door garage doors on my garage so that we can sit in the garage and pull the screen doors down and keep the bugs out. I like the heated garage part too, though. Yeah, that's really nice for people who spend time in their garage. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that one, again, it's three beds, three baths. It was built in 2001. It has a total of 2,044 square finished feet finished square feet rather it has a nice big master on the main that has a big window looking out at the backyard and her backyard is super cute and then it has a nice you know bathroom private bathroom and private um or big walk-in closet has a separate laundry room half bath the big grand you know two-story family room or great room as you want to call it and an eat-in kitchen and then upstairs there's two more big bedrooms and a second living room and another full bath so really cute and that one is 289.9 fantastic that, and that it'll, yeah it'll be available for showings on a week from yes uh, it's a week from thursday i guess it's okay. like the 26 something like that anyway call if you want to get in it we'll get you on the list um then we have one at 54891st street northwest and this one is a nice three bed two bath um built in 2007 split entry home with a three car garage which is always a plus and it has just just over 1,900 square feet finished, and it is 309.9. Okay. So that's over in the Wedgwood Hills. With you know, a over three by car the, garage. Fantastic. With a three car garage. Yep. Yeah. And then we're moving on up. Each one's getting a little more expensive. Okay. But this one is 3367 Ridgeline Drive Southeast really nice home it's got four beds three baths three car garage it's just a few years old it was built in 2017 and it has uh 2350 square feet it's over in the um, stonebridge neighborhood okay that's what yeah. i was gonna ask you yeah it is it's that beautiful. Is a nice area yeah yeah really nice so um that one's 399 then from there we'll go back across town to northwest and at 4577 buckingham drive northwest we've got a beauty for 439.9 this one's a little bigger now this one's 2800 square feet and it's four beds three baths and a three-car garage and it was uh built in 2016. yeah well, this next one is not newer. This next one is um, actually built in 1988, but it's up on 1429 Woodview Lane Southwest. So you talk about a nice neighborhood up there in the Bailey Woodland subdivision. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's on a cul-de-sac, big mature trees. I mean, like a wooded backyard with wildlife. And it's a big um, salt box style two-story with a three-car garage, five beds, four baths, 
three-car garage plus a huge um, pre-stressed room underneath of that three-car garage. Nice. That also has a garage door out to the backyard. So really, really nice. And that's heated as well. So that one has uh, over 3,200 square feet finished. Okay. And we've got that one listed for 524.9. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then last, but certainly not least, we have a big old two-story up on 1625 Century Hills Drive, Northeast. Okay. And that one just came on the market Friday, was booked. I think it started showing at 4 o'clock, was back-to-back showings from... 4 p.m. until 8, and back-to-back showings again today. So um, certainly that one is not going to last long either. And that one has five beds, four baths. Actually, there's a great big long room in the lower level that has French doors at either end, currently using it as a playroom. Actually came in really handy as a classroom during the, you know, homeschooling or whatever you want to call it, distance learning, I guess. Um, So it honestly could be a seven bedroom home if you wanted it to be and it was built in 2005 it's got 4608 finished square feet it's got a nice big flat backyard three-car garage again and sits on uh, about three-fourths of an acre so a nice big city lot and that one we have listed for 599.9 so i can Get you into something as low as one fifty nine, all the way up to five ninety nine this week. So, I don't know. Was that eight? Eight new listings? That's, I don't remember the last time that you've had. I mean, no. it's been a couple of years. And it's because of it's because of the, in my opinion, in my um, humble opinion, it's because this first two weeks of June, people said, okay, you know, after we get through this week and next week, we're going to put the house on the market. And boom, 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 here they come. So I think this is awesome. I feel like it gives everybody a little bit of, um, like, renewed sense of hope. Like, okay, I thought I was not going to find a house. Here we go again. <laughs> There's more houses coming on the market. Interest rates are still phenomenal. Yes, Let's do this. All right, let's do this. We do have to take a break. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results will return in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you're feeling the summit with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. Robin, um, you mentioned interest rates are still very, very good. And, uh, you know, interest rates have been in the news over the past week. Yeah, uh, they're fantastic. What are we looking at nowadays? All right. So let me, um, instead of just shooting from the hip, let me share okay. some facts. Okay. Uh, this is an article that I took out of the Realtor magazine yesterday. And it says 30-year rates average 2.93 this week. Mm -hmm. Mortgage rates have remained at or below 3% for nine consecutive weeks. Many home buyers can benefit from these low rates while price homes are reaching record highs, as we all know. And uh, mortgage rates can make a big difference, right, to what home buyers can afford. 
Now it says the following chart from the National Association of Realtors shows how much the monthly payment changes when rates rise by just 0.3, 0.5, and by 1%. So let's just take a look at that. So if you've got a mortgage payment right now, it doesn't say what the sale price was here, but um, the current rate of 2.93 and your house payment is 1,285. If that rate goes up to just 3.23, that payment goes up to 1,335. If that rate increases to 3.4, that payment goes up to 1370 that's almost 100 bucks a month just from going up from 2.93 to 3.4 and if that rate goes back up to 3.93 now 3.93 we would have been jumping up and down and screaming and shooting off rock you know fireworks right a couple of years ago a couple of, that's that's lower than the rate was after i refinanced three times right and so if the rate would go from now to 393 that 1285 dollar monthly mortgage payment will become $1455 so this is why it's such a tough struggle for people everybody's saying Robin, why are people building if lumber prices are so crazy high? And the answer is simply because they're going to get you coming or going. Either you're going to pay more for the lumber and get in on the low interest rate, or you can wait until the lumber kind of settles down a little bit and goes back maybe in the direction of what it used to be. Let's face it. It's never going to. Yeah. It's never going to go back to what it was. Nothing ever does, right? But it'll come down. But then at the same time, the rates will go up and you will have gained nothing except for lost the time that yeah. you waited. So That's a good point. It is what it is, right? And I did. I read an article recently about the causes of the lumber price spike. And the article made it very, very clear that it, the lumber prices are not going to go back to where they were before. Right. Exactly. They will moderate, but they'll be at an elevated price compared to pre-pandemic. Right. Just because the demand is there. And the demand will continue to be there. It affects so many different aspects. Like, for instance, let's just talk about house flipping. Okay? There was a lot of people that were getting into house flipping. Find a steal of a deal on a house. They buy it. They remodel it. Okay, well, now what's wrong with that picture? A, it's really tough to find a steal of a deal on anything. I just told you about a house that was full of graffiti in Colorado Springs and still went in. Yeah, exactly. So steal of a deal is really a tough find these days. Okay, and then pair that with the materials that you're going to use to fix the the flip house up are going to cost you more. So the profit margin to do that is very, very little. And so we're seeing less and less. So again, I don't want to just um, talk air. I want to read to you from another article, okay? This was a June 17th article in the Realtor Magazine, and it says, higher prices cause home flipping rates to fall. Investors are growing concerned that it may be more difficult to make money in flipping homes amid a frenzy of home buying activity. Exactly. Home flipping profit margins dropped in the first quarter, only 2.7% percent of all single family homes and condos in the first quarter were considered a house flip transaction. So this is awesome. I mean, this is down 4.8% from the fourth quarter of 2020 
and down 7.5% from a year earlier. So what that means is, you know, for those buyers, we've talked so so frequently about how it's so tough for the buyers to get a house when those investors are coming in with cash and giving a cash offer and said, we don't care what it appraises at, you know, we wanna buy it. Well, it's got prices have gone so high that it's no longer profitable for them to do that in most cases. So it's it becomes a good thing for the consumer who wants to buy that house and make it their home. So the market did work there. It just took time right. for it to work. Right, right, exactly. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. All right. Okay. You had, what, what did we talk, eight new listings? Goodness. Eight new listings. And I'm one, super one of those excited was about coming soon, obviously. But yes. if somebody wants to call you and get on the list or go see one of these homes or if they have a home to sell any one of the <laughs> many reasons you want to talk to robin robin gualtney with gualtney group remax results how do they get a hold of you yeah i want to add one thing okay. sometimes people just want to call me to say hey robin we're considering putting on an addition or we're considering remodeling our kitchen is it going to be worth us to invest this right. money if we know we want to sell four years from now when we retire so anytime you have any kind of question that you are interested in knowing because of you you know from an investment standpoint or just to help make a decision down the road i'm always available and willing to come and offer my advice at no cost and no commitment to you so please keep that in mind as well but certainly if you need help selling or buying we're here for you and you can call me on my cell phone that number is 507 259-4926 and i promise you if i can't answer it immediately i will call you back quickly Fantastic. Thanks so much, Robin. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Have a good weekend. You too. Robin Gualtney with Gualtney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
Mayo Clinic Radio. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM, 96.9 FM. And we're talking this morning with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. Great. I love summer. So. Oh, my gosh. And we have had a dandy one so far, haven't we? Uh, yeah. It's, those of us who don't mind the hot weather, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It forces me to jump in the pool, which is always <laughs> nice. I think I told you last year during COVID, I know we used it more than we have used it every year since we built that house, you know, together, put together. And now I'm kind of used to it. So I try to go in for a quick swim in the morning before I go oh, to work wow. or in the evening when I get back. And with the warm weather, it's been easy to do that. Yeah, and I bet the heater on the pool is not running either. Well, I have the pool nice and warm, but it's keeping it's staying warm with Mother Nature's help. Right. Yes. I, a yeah. neighbor's, he has an above ground. And I think it was last weekend, I asked him how warm the water was without the heater. He goes, eh, 92. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, mine's not quite that warm, but yeah. it's about 86 and it feels amazing. Well, you get cooler by the river at nighttime, I think you do. Yeah, probably. So... The splendid parts of Minnesota summers, that's for sure. You know, I get a lot of clients who say to me, is a pool worth the money in Minnesota? Does it add any value? And I, my straight-up answer is it does not add any value, but if you like a pool, it's worth the money. Okay. So there you go. It is. If Yeah, if you can put it in there, why not? If it's within your means to do so. But, I mean, I've sold houses where they've had pools and people have paid money to take them out. Is that right? Uh-huh. Huh. Not everybody's a pool person. And sometimes it's because they have small children okay. and they worry about them. We've got one of those automatic covers that, you know, you just put, you just like flick like a light yep. switch and the cover comes closed. And so it's very, very safe. I've seen those. Those are really slick. That's kind of different when you be in a housing market where you could have somebody actually purchase a home that, has a pool when they don't want to have a pool, but it's the house that would be on the market. <laughs> okay, well. Rather than wait for the next one. Yeah, speaking of that, um, I, I read an article about a house. Okay, you talk about crazy. The title The title of the article is, the housing this housing market is so crazy that the $600,000 horror is drawing multiple cash offers. Now, they're showing the house. It's been abandoned. It's been completely vandalized. Things are torn, you know, torn off the walls. Fixtures are torn out. There is graffiti painted everywhere. And it says, available homes are so scarce that this nightmare of a listing seems like a steal, even though it's covered in graffiti and smells <laughs> awful. And it says, buyer beware. The realtor describes the house as a little slice of hell. <laughs> There's a marketing gimmick there, yeah. yeah. So that's in that's in Colorado Springs. So thank ah. goodness that's not here. But literally, the listing has been so you know damaged by somebody that was either squatting there or whatever the reason. And the house was listed at five hundred ninety-two five, and it went well above asking with a cash offer. 
And whoever bought it is going to probably have to do at least 100000 or more oh, just my to gosh. repair it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my so gosh. So I, when I come into people's homes and they say to me, you know, our stove still works really well, but it's older. Do you think we need to replace it? And then I see an article like this. I'm like, mm, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Pretty sure you're good. <laughs> you might, you know, the shag is still the shag carpet. still fine. <laughs> <laughs> Looks dandy. The orange and black together. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, Perfect. that was my parents' house. No, yeah, my parents, too. Mine's, well, my parents was red and black. Red and black, variegated shag carpet. Oh, the boy. John Marshall colors. Yep. I, the, the living room was green and yellow shag. Oh, my gosh. That got ripped out, though, before. Listen, I actually showed a house in house. I showed a house in Rochester yesterday. It's a really cute little house. It's close to St. Mary's. It's not my listing, but I thought, wait, what is walkable to St. Mary's and it's only two hundred and fifty thousand? What is going on here? So I went and checked it out. It's a little ranch style house with two beds and a bath on the main and the bathtub just made me laugh out loud because it was like the brightest yellow the bathtub. I'm like, Oh boy, that's been there a little while. So is that stuff coming back into fashion, that mid-1960s look? Yeah, but in a different, kind of in a little bit more upscale way. Okay. (laughs) I I have a relative who has, they got it, I mean, this is many years ago, they got a great deal on a house, and the bathroom had a pink tub. Oh, boy. Bright pink. Oh. I don't know really what people were thinking. (laughs) You know, I really don't. I remember the first time I ever went over to um, Scott, my husband's parents' house, back in the 1970s, and I took a look at their house, and I was like, wow, this lady likes her color. She had like a bright orange countertop, bright yellow kitchen sink. I was like, oh, my. And kind of a mauve colored bathtub and toilet and sink. So It was groovy. Groovy, yeah. You know, we were mentioning the shag carpet, the funny thing about the shag carpet at my mom and dad's place, which was where I grew up, is that after you pulled the carpet out, there was a beautiful oak gorgeous, floor underneath it. Gorgeous <laughs> hardwood floors. I know whenever I go to a listing appointment, if it's of that era where they were still building the house with wood floor and then covering it up with carpet, I'm like, do you want to find a little treasure? And I'll usually go into the closet and I'll start peeling back and they're like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. <laughs> I'm like, let's tear this stuff out of here. And so many times expose a beautiful hardwood floor that's been covered the whole time. And it probably never was properly finished because it had carpet from day one. Right. They just put down oak floors. Yep, exactly. Crazy, oh, crazy. Yeah. Well, that's all of Elton Hills, by the way, is a lot of Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. You're right. That was the era. So I guess we're still dealing with what we have been dealing with. The, well, you're running all over the place, and it's multiple offers for yeah, homes. Yeah, it is. You know, and I've had a lot of people call me, and and mainly realtors, saying, "Robin, do you think things are slowing down? Does it feel like things are slowing down?" Well, I am very much a um, spreadsheet kind of gal. Okay. And so in my 22 years in real estate, I've always kept track of ebbs and flows in the market, and you know which month is is busier than other months and you and I have talked about this so many times and it's like in the traditional year you know pre-COVID we would always have a bit of a rush in the springtime after the residents matched because we're Rochester and we're Mayo Clinic and Olmstead Medical Group and doctors come right so there would always be that heat up rush but I've also 
always noted that there were two particular time slots that always tended to be the slowest time of the year for me, and it was always the last two weeks of December, and believe it or not, the first two weeks of June. Huh. The December one makes sense. Okay. Well, think about the first two weeks of June. What happens in the first two weeks of June? Graduations. Exactly. People get out of school. And so the families that have somebody graduating, they're focused on graduation. The families that have someone graduating from college or even getting out of college for the year, they're going home, they're going there to get them, pack up their dorm and bring them home for the summer. And this year, I think people after being pent up with kids learning from home and all of that, I think they're like, okay, we have a family vacation planned. And when school gets out, we're out of here. All right. So, yeah, we did see things quiet down a bit, but you'd have to look really close to notice it. Hmm. So, you know, what that showed up like was instead of, um, you know, 10 or 11 or 12 offers on the first day that a listing hit the market, it might be one or two the first day and another two or three the second day. And then you only have five to choose from instead of a dozen. So it's not like oh my gosh, everything has changed and we're back to the old ways and my house is going to sit on the market for 30 days. It's nothing like that. But we definitely did see a little bit of a, not as much of a mad rush to the listings. Okay. It was just a mad rush, not a mad, mad, mad rush. Exactly. It was just crazy busy, not insane and (laughs) off the charts. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, Already, now here we are, you know, the first two weeks of June are gone, and already we're picking up like crazy. I literally have, um, I actually want to talk about my listings. I don't know if we have to do a break first, but. Yeah, we do. That'd be perfect. When we come back, we can talk about the listings. Okay, because I think I have like seven or eight that came on the market yesterday. Well, fantastic. Okay. Well, we'll get to that right after we come back here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 